Hi everyone, uh, here with with Aid and and your Mike there. Um, so it's our podcast. It's going to be about the, the Monday Night Wars. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go through, going to watch Raw and Nitro, and maybe if we ever have time, we might even include um, ECW. And then we're gonna so we're going to watch them, try and watch them like it's for the first time. Watch them as fans. Obviously, critique them a little bit. Basically, just decide which which one we think was the better of the week. Maybe keep a league table, see, see how we get on. We'll throw in a little bit about what's going on in, in the world around it as well. Now, obviously, this is this is going to be the, the first Nitro is, is where we're starting because it's as good a point as any because the Monday Night Wars, I mean, different people say they started at different times. Obviously, when Nitro started, the first time we went head-to-head. So, for this one, we'll do a bit of background rather than go over Raw, because Raw didn't happen. It was, um, was Labour Weekend. Was it Labour Weekend? What is Labour Weekend? Uh, it's a holiday in, in the US. Uh, the only thing I really know about it is they get a day off, and there's some weird like social rule about not wearing white after it. Anyway, but Raw that, apparently be wasn't on because tennis was on. Oh, or, yeah? Um, yeah, or a dog on. show. Well, depending who you believe. I can't hope it was tennis. So I'm just reaching for a beer here. Yeah, that's fine. I've been thrown out my house. He has been thrown out his house. <laughs> Unfortunately, his notes are still in his house. My notes are still in my house, so this is going to be awful. A wee bit sketchy. Yeah, a wee bit sketchy. But, I don't know, if if the thought of a drunk man struggling... I don't know. Then knock yourselves out. It's going to be more of a. Okay, so I mean, obviously, this is the first one, so we'll, we'll see how we get on. I had notes as well. I did loads yeah. of fucking research. All right, so first things first. I mean, uh. but first thing to say is we're, we're not wrestling insiders. We're, we're doing this as, as fans. So, I mean, if you're looking for a detailed backstage analysis of, of how stuff went down and, and contracts and mm. what people were like in the locker room, we don't know. Also, after my research, I want to go the opposite of that. I don't yeah. ever want to do what I did this week. Well, I think it's it, it's it, good to at the starting point because. But I case, never watched wrestling like that. I yeah. mean, back in our day, there were no. Yeah, I, well, I wasn't there was no interested. Internet. I just watched it as a which yeah, there was show. No I like you couldn't, you couldn't do it. Yeah, I didn't but, want to know what was going on behind the scenes. It's but, boring. Yeah, but obviously, for, for the mm. first one, mm. I mean, I, we're going to assume that most people have, have a basic grasp of, of what the wrestling world was like going mm-hmm. into Monday Night Wars. But there may be people who don't, so we will go over the basics, make sure everyone's on the same page, as it were. So, yeah, so... Are we on? Yes, we're on. You've done shit there, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that sort of stuff. In. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna keep it in. But so we're we're on the history of, of wrestling up to the Monday Night Wars. What's going now? What am I supposed to talk about now? God damn it, Mike! <laughs> we agreed on this. So we're talking about the history of wrestling. I told you it... notes from my house. Okay. So right. Okay. Fine. So what we're gonna go with is how we got to the Monday Night Wars. So apparently Mike's notes aren't here, which is not ideal. They're in a house I'm not allowed in. Yeah, okay, well, one day you'll you'll get back in the house, but for for now... I'm not sure this time. (laughs) Well, we'll see, won't we? It's a pretty big deal this time. Uh, Okay, well, I mean, I'm not sure how bookmakers do stuff, but I don't think we could gamble on it. So, for a minute... I'm not in trouble for gambling. Nobody's saying you're in trouble for gambling. You're right... Let's circle back to wrestling. So, oh yeah, that's what we're doing now. Yeah. So, right, the basics thereof. Okay. So we'll we'll, we'll leave the, the details. Look, if people want details of how the Monday Night Wars came about. There's documentaries for that and shit. So we had notes. We had a whole thing. I had you? loads of notes. But in all probability, it was probably going to be boring as fuck. Let's not kid ourselves. So basics. Ted Turner runs WCW. Who's Ted Turner? I don't know, he runs TNT or some shit. But anyway, so he's he's the big man over there. He and Vince hate each other. So we get on for a bit. That's not what I read. No, it is what you read. It's <laughs> definitely what you read. That, they're the facts, Mike. And uh, yeah, and then we've got... So what, what have we got? We've got... Um, so WCW have, have poached, if you will, some WWE talent. I mean, there's, there's some other bits going on as well, like WWE... 
can't pay as much. They've had scandals. They have a fucking ride steroids thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The ride thing. Yeah, the ride thing, yeah. They had, yeah, they had the ride they thing. Had, they had that sex one as well, didn't they? Oh, can but we talk about that? I don't know. Um, I don't think there's any injunction against us, but... Just type Mel Phillips yeah. into Google. Yeah, we should probably just leave it for, for a minute. So anyway, so going in, look, I mean... You know, when Nitro started, your average wrestling fan, all they knew was it was an alternative to WWE. It was a big thing. A lot of people thought it was going to kill wrestling because of splitting, splitting the audience. Which wrestling was, was low at the time. Yeah, as it was. Well. A, this is it's a real low point. Yeah, and sorry about my notes, mate. I, I think we'll be okay, Mike. I think I think we'll be I okay. Made a lot of notes. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you did. I but anyway, anyway, to people who wanna. Yeah. Do stuff. Um, watch the rise and fall of WCW. Yeah, it's a pretty decent in- encapsulation um, of it. Yeah, the Monday Night Wars documentary, uh, which is on the WWE Network. Eric Bischoff's interviews with Stone Cold and Jim Ross. Yeah, I mean, it's um, all good. There's loads of it out there. Okay, so that's essentially the, the basics of, of the build-up. Long-winded. Yeah, it was long-winded. You're, you're a bumhole. <laughs> anyway, so, um, but going in, so obviously in terms of wrestling and where we're at, so Hogan is obviously with WCW now, as, as we mentioned. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's got the belt in WCW. He's currently feuding with the Dungeon of Doom. Is this after Mr. Nanny? Oh, was it after Mr. Nanny? I think it was, yeah. I think Mr. Nanny was... Or the Suburban days. Commando. I don't oh, know. Are they the same film? Or? No, no, they had completely different films. He made like three, but I think they were while he was still with WWE. I, think I watched one. I watched them all. Mate, at the I cinema, was... I mean. Oh, yeah, no, I watched I at least one. I think you were probably there. I was probably I... with at least <laughs> yeah, with at least one. Yeah. Look, I mean, I was a kid. Hogan was great when you were a kid. We, you can't knock him for that. You can knock him for loads also, of other stuff. Also, well, I guess we're like how go weird into his it, hair but... is. That well, yeah, continues um, to weird me out to this day. How but... weird he is in general. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. He's a massively weird <laughs> human being. But I loved him. But mm. I, I'm not sure if I was born. If I was a kid now, I'd think he was dead weird. But I guess they were yeah, more innocent that. times. Yeah, they? but they were in a way. Anyway, so I mean, he's he's a champ, obviously, and he's feuding with the Dungeon of Doom. Don't uh, know who they are. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who they are going in, so we're not going to get into that. We'll wait and see what we think of them during, during the actual um, Nitro and, and the matches. But in essence, they are they are a, a what's for what's the term for a wrestling group? They're a collection of bad guys led by strange strange man. They're a stable, mate. They're a stable. Yeah, they're, they're a bad guy stable. They've basically all got some kind of gimmick. Um, Earthquake from WWF is in there as as Shark. Um, which oh, no. is, it's essentially, <laughs> mate, it's the same gimmick. He's a big fat guy. It's just this time he's a shark instead of the abstract concept <laughs> of an earthquake, which actually makes more sense. But my favourite thing the about it is... It's something like that, yeah. Let's not ruin the, the, the surprise well, that I'm going to get in later. So the thing is, like, he, he comes in, so they're already established characters, so it shouldn't be ruining it. The, the other thing, my favourite thing about the Dungeon of Doom, actually, well, we'll... Going in, my favourite thing is Brutus for Barber Beefcakes, isn't it? As some as someone called Zodiac. I don't understand what his gimmick is. What, based on the Zodiac killer. <laughs> I mean I doubt <laughs> it, but you never know. You just never know. Okay, so that's WCW, that's pretty basic. Um there is another Bell, I think it's T V champ or something. I can't it's on They've got um yeah, they, yeah it's from... on it's on and this is like this is a horrible story actually. Like uh it's on a chap called Renegade. Who the is, ultimate warrior. Yeah, basically, he is he is a fake ultimate warrior. So at He's this point, now isn't he? Yeah, he committed suicide uh, after he was let go by WCW. So basically, at this point, that's not. Yeah, at this point, we're on the downslope <laughs> of his his popularity, I believe. Like I looked him up, and apparently, what happened was like they ran vignettes and stuff to tease him being the ultimate warrior. Until basically, the ultimate warrior did an interview and was like, "It's not me, that." Man. <laughs> And what then, an interview outside of wrestling. Yeah, like, it was like a wrestling magazine yeah. or something. But, like, you know, they directly asked him, look, are you, you know, are you going to be serious? Because he did all that shaking the ropes and stuff. Oh, he, what, he yeah. was a fake ultimate warrior. He, he did it all. But anyway, um, so he, I think he's got the, the, the belt. Um, I could be wrong. Um, but anyway, WWF is a little more a little more straightforward. Um, the new we generation. Are, we are, yeah, we're in the new generation and we are 
a good long while into Diesel's reign as champ. So he's been champ for nearly a year. Yeah, this was this was the year that WrestleMania was headlined by him and Yashawn Michaels with various fit people in attendance. Oh, um, um, Pamela Anderson and Jenny McCarthy, I think it was. Fit. Really, like, ridiculously so. Still, so, like, I mean, I know you youngins today are into <laughs> your but, androgynous, sharp-jawed <laughs> model types, but... But, like, Pamela Anderson you're is... You're never going to change me, Pamela mate, Anderson I'm, is the I'm, definition of fit. And, like, and still well-doable as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. Like, look... Pamela Anderson, would you consider a girlfriend material? Not relevant, not what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, why not? Yeah, okay, yeah, you would. But, Normal but girlfriends are shit as well. And so, and obviously, <laughs> the, the, the other belt in WWE is um, is the Intercontinental belt, which is on Razor, I think, at the time. No, yeah, no, no, sorry, it's Sean has it at the minute. Razor's still about. Yeah, they, well, Razor and, and Diesel, yeah, they are kicking around. Of, of course so, they are, So, still, still very much in the... The picture when I the believe... Intercontinental Championship to yeah. to to, to Youngans was actually good. Yeah, it was very much like it was the workers' championship. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I mean, at the time, I, I never thought of it like that because you know I was a child. But but yeah, it was very much that was the one you but gave. We should, we should interject here and say like I'm 32 and I'm 33. We grew up in a town in Northern England called Warrington. If you don't know where it is, look it up. It's a lovely place. You, pro- you should probably move there. We don't live there anymore because it's not Apparently actually a lovely British place. British Bulldog and Dynamite kid of from, from Goulburn, which so is very near. She's very nearby. Yeah, um, we won't see any of Dynamite, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why? Well, you know, he was he was good at his job. I mean, but by this time, wasn't he already pretty gone? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'd may- maybe he'll pop up. I-, I don't know. I was assuming he's gone. I don't know for a fact he won't be there. But Bulldog is Bulldog is is in and around. He's, Bulldog's uh, dead. Not not right now. <laughs> at ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah so in ninety five, but the British Bulldog was a still alive, and b he was he was kind of a big player. Like sorry, um, I'm a bit drunk. That's fine, Mikey. Uh, Okay, so just before <laughs> just before we get to, to to the actual show of Nitro, just some I had notes as well. So we'll just do a quick little thing, what was happening in popular culture. So we'll try and do the UK and the, the US. Uh, do you ever I had notes before. I know I stop saying <laughs> you had notes. Okay. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do sport and a bit of news. So uh, interestingly, for for the year in general, but like it was quite a big, quite a big year for like computers and stuff. So was yeah, it? yeah, Yahoo was founded in '95, and obviously. Did you look up porn on Yahoo in '95, or did it, was it a few? Could you ever look I up porn? I never. I don't think I ever looked up porn on Yahoo. Well, in '95, we were twelve. Oh, I was twelve years old. I mean, I never looked up porn on the computer when I was twelve. What we didn't. Really, I don't I, think I, I had a computer. Didn't have a computer connected to the internet. Yeah. So and uh, obviously. Windows 95 came out. It came out about a week before the first episode of Nitro, actually. Um, yeah, the, the OJ murder trial was 95, so that, that had happened. Free uh, OJ. Yeah, Superman was paralysed in 1995. Yeah. The, Chris, you mean the, the I mean Christopher Reeve, not actual Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Although... he's died a few times, Yeah, he? I'm sure if you look through it, there is at least one story with a crippled Superman. I hope, for decency's sake, it was pre-Christopher Reeve, but, you know. Um, yeah, oh, and the Unabomber, as well, was 95. Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. What, what's the Unabomber? don't know, if you, like, he was this guy. Um, he's mentioned in Good Bill Hunting, actually. Like, so, basically, he, he was called the Unabomber because he kept sending bombs to, like, universities and stuff. He's quite famous. All right, the Unibomber. No, it's, it is Unabomber. I don't know why. Why is it not Unibomber? I have absolutely no idea. I don't even know if that's why he's called Unabomber. Is he dead now, then? Is he... I don't know. All I know is his name's Ted Kaczynski. That's all I know about the Unabomber, really. Um, and also, this is... And with a lot of news, this is always going to be the case. I'm sure if I drilled down into this news story, it would turn out to be tragic and there will be multiple cases of real human loss that I am in no way trivialising. But... Having wikipedia at news from 95, one of the one-line headings was Sean Nelson goes on a tank rampage in San Diego. Which Who's is Sean Nelson? I have no idea. 
What did he do, man? <laughs> I didn't want to look because, as I say, I suspect it was a tragic. tragic we don't want to. Well, we're just two guys looking at. <laughs> well, it is a hilarious sentence. From the past, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, I don't want it to get darker. I, I, if anyone was affected by Whoopi that, I, I, yeah, I am not belittling your pain. No. It I is just a funny yeah. sentence. Um, it was also uh, it was a pretty decently big year in sport as well. So. Uh, the 49ers won the Super Bowl you know, over in America. Um, the Houston Rockets swept the Magic in in the NBA. What, in September? No, this was just through the year. What are we going to do next week, then? I did, well, I'm just going to do this next week. I'll just These are from things before September the 5th. All right, right. These had all already happened. Like, just setting the tone. Yeah, yeah um, so tennis was, was basically Steffi Graf, Pete Sampras territory. I think Agassi picked up a major and the French was won by some guy who like, I've literally never heard of. Which... When was Hingis done in? Uh, not no, Hingis. not uh, uh, Sellers. Sellers. A couple yeah. of years before. 91, 92, something like that. But yeah, so this was, uh, yeah, this was big times. In... By, by done in, again, I'm trivialising yeah. somebody being stabbed. <laughs> yes. And, and again, you know, that, that was that was a... I've yeah, had a few drinks. That was a shocking incident <laughs> and nobody's making light of that. Except us, but again, we'd like we acknowledge that that was painful. Um, in... <laughs> Literally, um, <laughs> yeah, for and, a career, yeah, I mean, and emotions. We've 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 talked about the the avid graph um, Salas thing before. It would have been interesting to see what what would have happened because Salas seat like seemed to be on top at that point. But anyway, she would have arguably gone on to be arguably, yeah. But yeah. we'll never know. We'll never know. In in real football, there's not enough said about that, by the way. Yeah, I mean it's it's very much it's a very unpleasant incident. People don't really like discussing. No, but it. about how good she could have been because mm. she was dominating. Um, and the problem is to discuss how good she could have been, you can't get away from the fact that somebody stabbed her on a tennis court, and that is just not not, not what tennis wants to talk tennis. about. Yeah, it's like um, yeah, you know, it's there's there's no positive way for tennis to spin that. So you know you don't really want to be bringing it up too much. Okay, so in real football, European football, English football, um, it was actually it was a kind of weird year. It was, it was the year Ajax won the Champions League with um, Louis Van Gaal's team of, of small children. Um, good team, good team, great team. Um, Everyone had great careers after that. Yeah, there's a couple of guys who would would the winding down as well. So Frank Rijkaard, you know, kind mm-hmm. of last hurrah in that team. But yeah, Paddy Cliver was in there. The Larry Yari Litmanen. Uh, yeah, um, and also... Who didn't do it at Liverpool? No, he did not. He was well old, though. I support Liverpool. I support United. Manchester United. Going on better than him. But anyway, uh, and but also, I, I didn't realise this was the same year, but that was the year Blackburn won the Premier League, which again is, you know... Massive. It is one of the forgotten mm. things in, in English football. But anyway, this isn't about football, so we'll leave that. The other really big sport thing from, from the year was it's the year that South Africa won the Rugby World Cup. Now in a for Nelson Mandela. Yeah, for Nelson Mandela. Like I did a, a tiny bit. Only of, one black bloke on the team. Yeah. From what I remember, but yeah. it was for Nelson Mandela. And I believe they were captained by Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's good to Before know. Before his film career. Yeah. Look I mean, it up. It's true. It's he was there as a film. You can yeah. see it if you want. But anyway, like I like in a quick. So I just did a like a, a quick Google on it to to I don't know why just to 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 have a look. I've read something that some guy was claiming that the like, New Zealand team was poisoned before the final, which I found a bit weird. Because like, he acknowledged he had literally no proof, but he was like, I reckon it did happen. <laughs> so, and you've got to respect that. Okay, so again, so coming back to stuff that was just just in the run-up to uh, TV's wrestling. Um, so yeah, Windows 98-95 was released just before... Um, that war in Bosnia was, was going on. Don't know much about that. The only no. thing I know about that is that James Blunt was in it. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's all right, James Blunt. <laughs> anyway. Read um, his Twitter stuff. It, it's um, apparently there were some record temperatures in the US around that kind of time as well. Um, but for me, the biggest incident, and I missed this because I was on holiday in Spain, so I just saw a newspaper with it on the front. Uh Literally a couple of days before the first uh, Monday Night Show, Frank Bruno won the heavyweight championship of the world. Against um, Oliver McCall? Yeah, for the first and only time. 
don't know if the Americans will know or care who Frank Bruno is. If you do know him, I'm sure you'll remember him as a man who was once beaten half to death by Mike Tyson. Twice. Sorry, twice, yeah. Um, <laughs> being, being half to death twice. But the first That's time there was a moment yeah. where he kind he of got him, him yeah. a bit. He rocked him. He but, rocked him. Like, he's a big character in, in, in Britain. Or he was well, in, he's, in the he's 90s. He's affectionately known as Our Frank. Yeah, and he was in... I, do they have Panto in America? I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if you have Panto. But he, he was in Panto a lot, which is basically... like Panto is ludicrous if you've never been to it. It is ridiculous. But, um, yeah... It's, it, it's basically a children's play for adults. Mm. So it is most famous for the audience shouting at people, he's behind you, because um, because of the characters being too stupid to realise someone is, is behind you, them. You, you, so there's, it's there's for audience. the whole family with yeah, a lot of crude, rude jokes that was, should go off the kid's head, Yeah, and, over the kid's head. And there's a lot of audience participation, so people will shout out. We're, we're not it, explaining Panto, mate. No. Uh, fuck it, yeah, no, that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> also, in, in more football news, uh, Middlesbrough moved into the Riverside just, just before Nitro. Not dead exciting, but it is a thing that happened. Uh, so, yeah, and so that's, that's us set for... WCW Monday Nitro. We're going to talk about music first. Yeah, yeah, I do. Good point. Yep. So Jacko's number one on both sides of the Atlantic, apparently. Mm. With um, I say apparently because I like I say I, I wrote this down, but uh, yeah, I'm going off my head now. So yeah, with you are not alone, which is um, yeah, a I nice mean, what's, little ditty. What's interesting about the the UK chart, which we've actually managed to find. Uh, at that time is it's Roll With It and Country House by Oasis and Blur respectively so well I don't know for for people of our age they'll remember but for people of a younger age in this country and And for uh, Americans Americans who I guess will Mm. predominantly be interested in this kind of thing you know wrestling um, we were going through a what, 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 what was called by the press? A cool Brit-pop. Britannia phase. Cool Britannia. Cool yeah. Britannia, it was called. And Britpop. Yeah. Which was like cool indie. But, but still pop. But mainstream pop music. Mm. Um, so at the head of it were, were Blur and Oasis. Um, and, and like at the time, it was very much billed as, as a battle between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Blur were southern, Oasis were northern. Yeah. Blur were middle class, Oasis, Oasis were working not. class. Um, yeah, and so I mean at the time, and like I, I remember Country House and Roll with it as being the real peak of that. Like it was when it went. Now, what most was the crazy. battle? Because they were both. Yeah. These two songs, Country House and Roll with it, were released on the same week. Yeah. So it was the battle for number one, but Which from what I remember. Blur won the battle, but Oasis won the war. Because yes. Oasis' album was more successful than Blur's well, album. The thing is, I mean, like, people at the time, and, like, it was fine for people at the time to, to get into the thing where it was a battle, but looking back, people still claim that it was it was a battle and they were, like, mm. equally popular and it went on for... It. Like, it didn't, like, Blur... Like, this one song was more popular. Oasis were wildly more successful than Blur. Where we're from. Yeah. Well, no, just everywhere. Like, like sales, everything. Oasis are a wildly more more successful band than Blur. Like, if it were a fight, Oasis absolutely dicks on them. Like, really badly. And pissed on them when they'd won. <laughs> yeah, which was just bang out of order and should have been stopped. But anyway, so let's do let's do films as well. So, but 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 to to talk a bit about that. So we're going through this like cool yeah like vibe young people want to be cool and stuff just remember that before we start talking about wrestling yeah and it was very much uh, it was one of the it was quite a rare in, instance i don't know what in you were going life, what was going down in america what were what uh, were they having nirvana fuck no it's not it's a bit late for nirvana um i don't know it's the honest answer tlc on there so hmm. maybe that's a thing but yeah like in in britain in particular where where we were where we were growing up one of the rare times that I remember where people were going on about how it was cool to be British. And like it was one of the few times, you know, most yeah, of the time being British, Hollywood tells you that you're the bad guy. <laughs> and that's it. It's all you get, Mike. Being the bad guy. Um, yeah, so um but yeah, so that was a that was an interesting thing. I just made a weird noise there because a cat came in. Yeah. He, um, he disrupted things. Yeah, again. He does that. 
Okay, so having a quick look at the uh, Labor Day weekend box office in the US. Mortal Bear Kombat's ass, number one. Which is just bizarre. That was a bad film, it was from what I remember. Um, Dangerous Minds is number two. All right, not great. All right, but not great, but really set off a bad precedent. Yeah, it did. You know, that um, inspirational teacher. Oh, fuck yeah, there's loads of them now. <laughs> <laughs> then there's, there's a lot of it's stuff. Got a lot uh, to answer for dangerous. There's bike. a fair few things here that I just don't recognise. Oh, the Usual Suspects in there at, at eighth. The Usual Suspects is a fine film. Desperado, the western with Costner, Glover. Has it not got Antonio no, that's Banderas? Silverado. Yeah, this is Antonio Banderas. Being oh, that's the one where uh, Salma Hayek gets a bit naked. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, you should do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walking well, the well, Clouds, I know what that is, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, it's Keanu it. Reeves. Oh, that's shit, man, isn't it? it it's nah, a romantic thing. Waterworld coming in just below usual bits. There's Apollo 13, which I remember being a big thing like when it came out, but it's I don't really think it stood the test of time that well, uh, Apollo 13. No one talks about it anymore, do no, you? No, but I mean, I don't think anyone thinks it's a bad film. And Summit called The Lord of Illusions at number... 11. That's 11, so we don't need to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, uh, we're, we're just doing top 10. Babe at number 6, did you say that? No, I don't think we did say Babe. I've never really seen Babe. Apparently it stopped loads of people eating pork for a bit. Yeah, fair play to him. It's weird, because Jaws never stopped anyone eating shark. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. All right. Pigs so, are cuter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And as I recall from the film Babe, I haven't seen it in a while, at no point does the pig try and brutally murder anyone. Which is probably where Jaws went wrong. Uh, okay, so... So, we're going to pause it for a bit while I go and have a piss. Apparently we're going to pause it while Mike has a piss. So let's do that. And we're back. Okay. So what we were talking about, Babe? Uh, we were done with Babe, I think, and it's, and it's links to, to Jaws. Uh, okay, so <laughs> it's time to get to the Mall of America in Minnesota. The only building in the world big enough to house WCW Monday Nitro. Which is strange... Because there were a lot of editions of it, and to the best of my knowledge, this was the only one in the Mall of America. Well, I've, I've, I've been. They wanted to make a splash, didn't they? But they I know, did. I think I've heard somewhere else. It's like, you know, Bishop Ma yeah. Bischoff Masterstroke. They knew they couldn't sell out big arenas, but mm. it, it did have a vibe to it. It did. It was a slightly strange vibe. It wasn't really like a wrestling vibe because I mean, there were a lot of people. I was just... distracted a lot of the time by people walking up elevators. Yeah, stairs, like, like... The escalators just got going all the time. Escalators, just... elevator stairs, <laughs> elevator stairs. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, I mean, like it, it opens as you'd expect with with the announcers who are obviously uh, Bischoff, Bobby the Brain Heenan, who is an absolute genius. And uh, I cannot Steve get enough of him. Mongo. <laughs> And he's fucking dog. What's that about? I don't know, but at the end he was dressed like a devil. Was he dressed like that from the start? I don't I know. Think I so. only noticed it at the end. From a comment he makes at the end, I think he was so, he addressed him so that he would be like he was like in the dungeon of doom or something. Oh, he's no. just, which is just very strange. Just bear in mind we before we were saying, you know, about England and you know, we had Oasis yeah. and Blur and we were all thinking we were a bit cool as yeah. kids. I was eleven at the time. Mm. So I don't know. If this is real or imagined, but at eleven, I was pretty not a kid. Yeah, well, I don't I know have... how else to describe it, but I wasn't watching TV yeah. shows for kids. Yeah, I was watching. Uh, yeah, very much so. I had, I had three older Terminator brothers. Terminator. Yeah, and I, Lethal Weapon. I had three um, older brothers, so yeah. just in relation to wrestling, I, I remember like I found out wrestling was fake when I was. I was really young, and basically I was watching wrestling on, on TV, and my brother and his mates started talking about how obviously fake it was, while I was just kind of sat there going, oh, uh, yeah, 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 it's dead yeah, fake, yeah. isn't it? While inside my own head thinking, Jesus, wrestling's fake, I can't believe this. My dad but, told me... But I've after, got to look cool. Yeah, like, my dad told me after um, uh, a boxing match between mm. um, Chris Eubank and uh, Nigel Benn, and he was like, Mike, look at their faces. Yeah. That's, that's what, what happens, happens when you punch, punch someone. someone. Yeah. And yeah. Then, oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that was the thing. So, so yeah, anyway, it comes in. They get their, their little bits. It's, you know, it's all right. 
And then they introduced the first match of, of Monday Nitro, which I can't help but thinking... Oh, by the way, what's that match? thing they keep saying? He says it like at the beginning. Where the big boys play. Where the big boys play. Yeah, WCW, ladies and gentlemen, is where the big boys play, which apparently is a positive thing and not in any way a creepy, creepy statement. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's where we are, so... Yeah. So anyway, the first match is is uh, Jushin Thunder Liger against mm-hmm. uh, Flying Brian Pillman, which as I said, I, just, I, I had a figure of Brian, I had a figure of Brian Pillman before, yeah. um, and he had like tiger little pants on, so oh, I was a oh, bit okay. yeah surprised by his his new getup. He was wearing a red thing. Yeah, I think like so. I, I mean, I'm not sure what his whole deal was at the time, but like it felt I like I kind an of odd... thought he'd win because they introduced. Um, Justin Liger. Is it Justin? No, it's Jushin with a H. That one. Uh, but yeah, they introduced him as like coming from New mm, Japan. New Japan, yeah. So I thought for a, for a big splash, they're going to... Um... Yeah, I really did think that as, you know, the first episode of... of By the way, if you keep hearing that, it's me sparking up. Yeah, so, like, but for the first ever match on, on Monday Nitro, I just, like, it seemed a bit underwhelming. Like, it's... it's well, also, they both seem to come in like, well, maybe Jushin Lightning. Like, uh, Lightning. Like, that guy, maybe he didn't give a shit, but like, Br- Flying Brian seemed. Um, seemed. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, I don't mean it so was, much for guys in. pace, like, but there well, were a few well, things. Yeah, yeah but there. definitely. We'll get to the match here in a minute, but I just mean as, as a piece of booking, mm. as in like. I mean, I don't really want to say stuff like booking too much, but like as a fan, you know, you've tuned in. It's the first Nitro ever. So oh, who's going to be up first? Jushin Liger and Brian Pillman. It's like, well, all right, but who are these two lads? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure what else they could have done. I think what they were going for. Some books have fell down here. Yeah, I see that. I think what they were going for was like a, a real good match. They were like going for real... high pace and um, good spots and it, again. For, for me, like. Early on, like particularly early, the the match was 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 bad. Like the timing was rubbish. There was there was loads of, of bits missed. Like it get it got better as it went on. The second half is better. Yeah, the but, second half's better, but there's um. But like a kind of fucked up moonsault where yeah. he just about caught him. Yeah, and there was there was a bit where and there was that terrible hurricane rana. Yeah, and there was a bit where he he throws. Liger Again, I'm not the, even that the, much of a yeah. Liger into know. the corner and Liger goes to, yeah. to to jump over him as he runs in and like basically they stop and then he runs again and yeah it was a bit of a it wasn't wasn't but the terrible. second half was better it when, was yeah. one of the things I found really odd about it as well actually like I don't know if you noticed and I was so I started watching for it in the other matches like the ref on all of the near falls right so he gets to two mm. and then. He essentially doesn't try and, and do the third one. Like, he touches one of them on the shoulder and, like, almost to prompt them to kick out. But you can see him do it. It's like, it's... Well, maybe it's... Maybe it's sand. You couldn't do but that not, now, but... May, I, I, but, no, like I, I said, I watched... much older I watched for it in, in the others, and, um... I'd like, well, it didn't happen in the others, he but... don't, he don't but speak English. That was what I thought, yeah. It could be because he didn't speak Jushin English. Jushin Liger, by the way. Not Flying Brian. Yeah, as far Fly, as we're aware, Flying Brian speak speaks English. Flying Brian. Yeah, I mean that's but that's, it's flying in it with an yeah. apostrophe. And just just one thing, just just to cover, like like not a fan of 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 Mongo on on the old commentary. Um, like he seems to be the the, the face commentator, but he spent most of the match just just insulting Bobby the Brain Heenan, which is a bit strange. Um, I but, think they're um. Overly in this one, yeah. Trying to build a repartee, yeah. It feels a bit forced. It definitely feels forced. So that might get better though. But it also, oh, Bobby Brain Heenan. Like there is a bit in it. Like there's a line that I made note of where, for some reason, a surfboard stretch. Yeah, right. Where, where, yeah. Uh, someone says, "Is I don't surf. I have people to do it for me." She's just that is that is some top notch Brian uh, Bobby Brain Heenan. There's actually a bit in the match as well where. He he mentions that that because Pillman's back from injury, he he doesn't, you know, he's looking a bit off from where he normally is, which was a good commentary because like he did look off, like he did, his timing didn't look good, but and else but it kept it, you know, it kept it kayfabe. It doesn't hurt him. Yeah, it kept, it kept yeah. it kayfabe. So so that was nice. And then obviously there's a bit of hugging at the end, which is always nice. Good to respect. See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Very but much. The match was a bit underwhelming. It was. And it However, was... for a for the kid, you, mm. it was all right. Like, well, and like Liger's got the mask on uh, and, and and the the shoulder stuff and everything. Uh, so, like for, for a child, like I was watching quite, it then. He's got I a think cool this look. Is all right, yeah. yeah, he's got it's a cool right. look, and like Pillman, like did all right, but yeah, it wasn't amazing. Um, yeah, and like the other thing with with the old Mongo, but but got a bit annoying throughout the, the whole thing was. Like, he kept going on about, like, you know, oh, if you're not watching this, then you're really missing out. So it was like, well, clearly we are watching this, mate. Because how else would we hear you? Like, stop saying that. What, what are you expecting people to do? Like, like take the card this bit and show it to people who aren't watching. I mean, come on, mate. Like, it's, and, like, it's one of those things where they don't tend to do that. Like, in, like in the WWE, like, they never really mentioned, like, any other thing. And the WCW had, like, a... I've, like, I think it's a better approach of where they kind of acknowledge the WWE without really naming them or anything. Which I think is a better approach, but it's just a bit weird, because it was like constantly like... Yeah, it's like, oh, you should be watching this. It's like, oh, yeah, I am. Bloody am! <laughs> Leave me alone! <laughs> like, but, but, yeah, it yeah. was a bit... Um, and It was a bit... Even from the start, it was a bit... It was, mm. it was at the times, like, high energy, high energy. Yeah. You know... Yeah. This yeah. is an extravaganza. It's the best show but, ever. But like, but which is fine. But he kept saying, like, he kept going on about people who weren't watching it and mm. and how like you know yeah you've got to be watching it like but you people who aren't watching it but somehow still hearing me like you guys are all idiots. <laughs> it's like oh, okay, but like you know like a couple of times is fine, but he does it a lot. But anyway, so that match goes by pretty, you know, decently pretty long. Yeah, yeah, but you know, not not. You know, not overly so. And then we get to uh, a little... Uh, one of the oddest things I think I've ever seen in my whole entire life, uh, which was a little Hulk Hogan vignette oh, thing. Oh, not Pizza Mania. Pasta Mania, yeah. Pizza Pasta Mania. So... Pasta Maniacs. Yeah, so it's essentially just Hulk Hogan in was a place... shop? I, I have absolutely no idea. Because... So it's was Hulk the... Hogan in a place going out pasta to people that he's referring to as Pasta Maniacs. Um... Goes on a bit about his match later with a guy called Big Bubba Rogers. Don't know who that is. Found out later. Yeah, well, I mean, we will find <laughs> out later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. but So that's where we are with, with that. Like, Pasta Mania. Just strange. strange. Yeah. Just, I mean, but like, totally Hogan. Like, it was, you know. Was, yeah, but this is, I guess, hmm. this is when this gibberish kind of falls flat because, like we said before... 11-year-olds in this country are listening to Blur and Oasis. Mm. Look them up if you don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, it's it's it, so... You said this in another conversation we had ages ago. It's so 80s. Yeah. And it's 1995. Yeah, the, the whole, the whole yeah. <laughs> Monday Nitro thing feels very 80s. Um, obviously... In this country. I don't know what was going yeah. on. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the thing is, I you know, I mean, we all know what what is mm. just around the corner for Monday Night Wars, and it's no surprise. Like watching the, the WCW, you can see why it felt like it needed to change, because not only was Pastamania eighties, it wasn't even particularly good. Like for for the eighties, it was just <laughs> very very strange, uh, like very very strange. But anyway, then we get to. Like I what? Oh, what by the way, he said Pastamania and Pastamaniacs in about ten different. Like in, he said yeah. it a lot. Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Whatever you say about him, whatever your opinion on on Hulk Hogan, one thing you can never take away from Hulk Hogan is that guy stays on message. <laughs> like, <laughs> he pounds that on. Like you know, if he wants to tell you not to cross the road, you're you're getting told but, not but to cross the road. But that's the thing. Watching something like this now, yeah. it really entertained me. Yeah, I, like I was loving it now, but as a guy watching it then, I it thought, so "What bizarre, the yeah. fuck is this?" So, and, and then, then we moved on to uh, to Sting versus mm. versus Ric Flair, which is I enjoyed that match. I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, and that was that's the kind of match I would have thought. You know, first mm. WCW Nitro. This is the kind of match I'm expecting to see, like Sting versus Flair. I mean, partly because was for, was it for the US title? Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, so Sting must have a US title. 
Um, you know, don't really know what's happening I mean, with that. He kept doing the the move of that match was he kept doing this kind of power slam throw. Yeah, the it wasn't the, like a deadlift. He, he lifted yeah. him and then he like threw him as yeah, well. Yeah, there was actually there's a bit where where he's doing like one of them where mm. and obviously you know this this must come up a, a fair a fair bit in wrestling because it's hard to avoid. But there's a bit where all I could think was. He's got to be touching Flair's penis, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, but like his hands right on his penis. I mean, that's got to be a bit weird. Now, I mean, it's wrestling. Is, so is it part of a move? Is it a death <laughs> rip on the penis and then a and then a slam? He's, he's the throw bitch trying to rip yeah, his penis yeah. off because that seems out of order in the context of wrestling. But anyway, um, so Luger comes out. Lex Luger comes yeah, out. Luger comes out, and again, it's one of those annoying things. I wish I hadn't of known this yeah that would have been cool that's me yeah that's fine beer, can we that's well you got to acknowledge it because people will be like what's the ruffling yeah the ruffling's yeah, a, fine. a plastic we're bag. drinking yeah so uh, anyway um yeah the book as you say it did ruin it a bit but the whole lex thing was in case people um don't remember uh lugo was was at, with wwe at this time so um he basically as far as everyone was concerned on the first Monday Nitro, he was WWE superstar. So obviously, when he when he comes out, the commentators are like, "Oh, what's he doing here? What's he doing here?" and, and stuff. So I really think like, as a as a twist, I think it was well done. Yeah, like it was, it was really it was, well done. It was still cool, even though I knew it was happening. Yeah, and then then the match kind of descended into a bit of a well, like the match from this point became secondary to to people coming out. Then Arn so, Anderson came. Yeah, Arn Anderson comes looking out looking stern. Yeah, and so and then we're basically filled in by the commentary team that that Arn and and, and Rick have, have have fallen out. Um. So yeah. So. And who's he gonna? Which yeah. Side is he gonna be? Eventually, on? he smacks Flair, I think, and like. Yeah. I can't remember if he's seeing that, and I think probably a DQ. I can't actually remember how it ended. Yeah, it was. It all got messy, but I assume because yeah. Arn attacked Rick. Yeah, but. but that Rick must have won by yeah, DQ. Rick must have Rick must have won. Yeah, but. Uh, either way, he didn't make it clear though. No, it wasn't like it wasn't actually cleared up, which is a fair point. Um, which I think is kind of just a I'm bit. Saying, I think when they were announcing it as well, some other guy came out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So some um, other guy comes out now. A little bit later, what's um, his name? Summit Norton. I did write I made notes. Summit Norton. I can't remember. Um, I've, I've, I've it wasn't the actor Ed Norton. I know no, that. it's it's like it also wasn't the boxer. Um, Who's the boxer? Thingy Norton. Broke Ali's jaw. No? Okay. Um, there is a box called. So someone find out who that boxer is. Uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, so this guy comes Ken out. Ken Norton. Ken Norton, yeah. So this guy comes out and he's obviously... Like, cat, he's angry way. about something. Like he wants like a match or something. And then the macho man Randy Savage comes out and, and he confronts him and then they... they there's a weird bit where it looks like they're going to have a match, but then they get told off because it's not sanctioned. Mm. So so they can't do it. So anyway, so that gets binned off. Um, but a match is scheduled for, for next week, which is fine. But uh, that's I, mean, I, I don't know if this Norton cat was uh, popular at the time. But... Like he looked like he, he looked like they were building him kind of similar to how Ken Shamrock would eventually be built in... He was. He wasn't wearing a wrestling outfit. No. Like, was he jeans and like a a yeah? And like, obviously, with the unsanctioned angle, it was. They were very much going for this guy's a bit. He's dangerous. This is oh, this could all go off. That kind of thing. And then obviously with Macho Man. Also, it's weird to have Macho Man without Miss Elizabeth. Obviously, I think at this point they 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 split off and everything. But yeah, it's weird. You won't talk too much about that. Pretty dark. It gets it? sad. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the things with, with Luger actually, because it's it's a bit hard to to remember. But at this time, Luger was um was a was like a, a pretty big star, whereas I, I kind of just remember him as a kind of a bit nothingy, and then getting dark. He's all right now. Yeah, he's all right now. But but yeah, it, it got dark for the lad, which is um dark. Which, which is yeah. And so then we have. Then there's a, a, a whole set of various um, like promos and vignettes and stuff. So which, which was the next? I made notes, by the way. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. So, so I did make notes, well. So, but yeah, so we had. So the next thing was was I said like a teaser thing for Sabu, who's who's coming next week. Yeah, there was that. So from ECW. So 
like looking at it from looking at it without any any hindsight, I mean that sounds like it could be good. He was good in ECW Super and he, you know, he's coming to WCW, that'd be that'd be nice to see. And then um Mean Gene comes out, which was fun. I haven't like it's obviously never having watched WCW, I haven't seen Mean Gene in bloody ages. So like yeah, he he was just he announcing like if he had seventeen grand he could have bought ten acres yeah. in nineteen fifty three. And but at the time he was eight, yeah. so yeah, and then he announced some winner of some competition. And then there's a promo Crowley Davidson. Yeah, I remember there's a, there's a promo for a, a chap called Mr. Wall Street. Now, it's important to, like, it will become relevant later, but do bear in mind, his name is currently Michael Wall Street. That's his name. Okay, so we'll come back to that next week, but as it stands, he's called Michael Wall Street. But anyway, so it's... I like the way as well, but Michael Wall Street is IRS. Mm. And he does stick yeah. in a little thing. Yeah, he does uh, say the, the IRS will be watching, yeah. yeah. And he, yeah, so he's, like, it's a good little vignette, actually. He does does a good job. I enjoyed like, that vignette. Yeah, but... If but, I was watching at the time, I'd be, yeah. oh, this is this is all right, this. What's he going to be up to? Yeah, because he makes, like, you know, he has a couple of very sort of little things at WWF. I wouldn't be that excited. Like, no, I mean, I think... Weird 90s rock music with no words. And with him doing some moves, yeah. yeah. Now, Which, so, whereas Michael Wall Street, you're like, what's this? Yeah, and what's, what's his game? Yeah, Wall Street yeah. looked looked decent. Yeah, and so. sinister. He did look. Yeah, he seemed sinister. He was a bit million dollar manny. Um, well, he had the sign. He had the dollar sign. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was yeah. going with. Yeah. Okay, so, and we move on to the main event. It's Big Bubba Rogers, who's not in wrestling gear for some reason. I don't know why. Um, he's also the big boss man. Also, I don't know what he is. But yeah, that was the big thing with me. Actually, so Mike, just seriously, check check my notes. This this bit here, not really sure what Rogers <laughs> is. Like, I, I I assume he's some kind of bad guy because he's fighting Hogan, but there's no real clarity on on what he is. What? But I find a bit odd about um about this because he's, he's a big boss man. Um, mm. And like as a gimmick, that that was really working for him. It's a good gimmick as well, big boss man, because you can go heal our face. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm just a bit surprised that they didn't obviously they couldn't have called him the big boss man but they could have kept the police officer gimmick I'm, i don't know i don't want to go to because mm. like we, we said we wanted to keep this yeah but i'm pretty sure he was firstly called the lawman or something like that. oh okay yeah right fine I'm so sure that he, yeah, yeah well that that would make sense yeah anyway so anyway so the match starts one thing like the first thing which struck me about the match even before it started was obviously WWF must have a trademark or whatever for Hogan's music because it, it is not. I was going to say it well, is not real American. I, it is shite. Sting's music's awful as well. Mm, yeah, it's real bad. Hogan's I don't music. like th- those those nineties na- musics with words. It's terrible. Well, to be fair, Hogan's... and also it's eighties. Yeah, it's nineteen ninety five. We're yeah. halfway through the decade. Yeah. So basically, yeah, and they get to the match. There's not really a lot to Listen say. Listen to Blur. Listen to Oasis. Yeah. What's going on? All right, make it stink, can But yeah, so the match itself is is an absolutely bog standard Hulk Hogan match. Like, but you know what? The thing it's with, a little the, bit longer. The thing though. with Hulk Hogan is like the only thing I hate watching in his in his stick is is the hulking up. But yeah. The ma- like he's a decent, he's a good worker. I mean, good might be pushing it a bit, but, but like, like yeah, the match was no, all right. Yeah, it was. It was his matches made sense. They like, did. That's the, the thing. Like now, so people my, talk my about working with... though, like acrobatics. Now, working's making you feel like you're watching a fight. Yeah, but I mean, the problem I think most people have with, with Hogan, and what would be my problem with him is, hmm. it is the same match every time, like. There is a thing where he does, and he does that, and that's pretty much it. And like, it's fine. Sting hulks up as well, which I didn't know before watching. The yeah, film. no, he yeah. does. Yeah, obviously, does it slightly. Well, he stings up. Like yeah, they don't bother calling it that. But but what's one really weird bit in the match actually, which I I, I could couldn't really figure out what what why it was there. Like so, there's a bit where the ref pulls Hogan's hair. So he's got like a, he's got Big Bubba Rogers in like some kind of hold. And the ref's getting him to make it, so like he pulls his hair, and then then like Hogan turns around as though, as though there's going to be a conversation between him and the ref. 
And then, and then there isn't, and the match just goes on. It's really strange, like... I'll have a gander's at Like, it makes up... Like it makes also, Hogan cheats in that match. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. actually one thing I was going to say. I'm not sure if I actually wrote this down, but for a man, for being, the, you know, the, the massive good guy, he does do quite a few things in that match that are, like... He does a couple of heel things, like he... Well, Jimmy Hart, he uses Jimmy Hart's jacket hmm. to basically strangle Bubba Rogers. And there's a couple of other bits. I mean, like he, he does a... He does, a, does like an eye rake while he's he on the floor. He does Yeah, like, nothing ridiculous. Well, he always did that, the yeah. eye rake, didn't he? But... No, but I mean, there's a bit where, like, he's on the floor and he's, like, he's like kicking him, and then he does, like, the where you rub your foot across the face thing. don't really know what you call that, but, like, they're generally... No, they don't have to be, but they're generally heel things, or they certainly would have been in the 80s, which is where Hulk Hogan lives, apparently. Um, yeah, but other than that, like you say, it's by no means... It's not a bad match, it's just the same match as, yeah, as a lot of others. But because I've not seen a Hogan match for ages, like mm. I thought it was alright. Yeah, it wasn't offensive in any way. But anyway, so then the Dungeon of Doom come out to beat up Hulk Hogan. Because it turns out... I'd, you, you pick up from somewhere, but the Dungeon of Doom has, has vowed to destroy Hulkamania. Don't really know why, it's paying their wages, Maybe but... They hate pasta. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> they do have, have the shark, he's really bad on the pants. <laughs> Maybe pasta was to blame and he's, Maybe and he's he out blames for, pasta he's out for, for, he's out for justice. Yeah. So, so, and then, um, so obviously Luger comes out Luger for the save. Come out, yeah. For the save, and then... Um, Macho Man appears from somewhere. Mm. But anyway, so the upshot is Luger gets a bit of a promo with, with Hogan. He does, drops in the, where the big boys play a few times and basically tells everyone he's there to win the title. And uh, yeah, they, so they set up a title match for the next week, which I thought was a bit, was was like, it was good. It was a decent enough look promo. Also, but... Luger dropped in a bit of that. Yeah. You know, I've been with kids. Yeah. It's, I think he even said new generation. He did. He yeah. did. Yeah, he references the new generation. They because everyone's talking about the new generation. Indirectly and directly belittle WWE for a bit. They do, yeah. Uh, and then, Which I'm not against, yeah. in all fairness. I think no, I quite it. liked it. Yeah, me I too. believed it. Luger as well. Have you, Luger that was good, good that shit from Luger. Yeah, he did like, well. I believed what he was saying. So the, the one the, the one issue I, I, I have with it isn't so much for the promo, it's the fact that the match is scheduled from the next week's Nitro. Because mm. um, I can't bring myself to believe that Hogan drops the belt on the second Nitro. Like, it's not going to happen. So um, Again, though, Kid You would be like... Yeah, yeah Kid Kid Me it. would be right into it, but, yeah. like, you know, um, watching it as I am now, like, I, there's no way I'm thinking that that, that belt's getting changed uh, next mm. week. Especially because like the, there's an upcoming WCW promo at this point. Uh, I think it's War Games. Um, for muscular dystrophy. I, I mean, Randy Savage occasionally pops up and and goes. Is on it about muscular this. dystrophy? I think so. They keep they keep saying. It's yeah, true. yeah. So they're big fans of that. But basically, my point there is that like Hogan has a match already made at um at War Games, so. He's obviously going to be defending the title at War Games, so next week's match. But you're, you're, you're all in, falling into that trap of looking too far into it. I you, am, if, but, but that's what I'd be thinking if I was like if I was watching Raw today and they yeah. did the same thing. I would think the same. I think I've learned a lesson for us all watching this. Hmm. Don't read the dirt sheets. Yeah. And don't just watch the fucking show. Yeah. Because so, I, I enjoyed that show. I didn't mind it. As I say, it was very 80s. Um, and In 1995. And I, I, I can't get behind the Dungeon of Doom. Like, the Dungeon of Doom is ridiculous, people. Um, like, what were you thinking? What, like, it's just it's just bizarre. Like, maybe, the thing, maybe maybe the angle will get better. We, we, we can wait and see. But as it stands, it, it's some weird-ass shit. Some weird-ass shit. However... We do need to, to settle on a winner for the week. So, you know, we've obviously got WCW on the one hand that actually well, happened. Nah, we can't. It's just, we just forget this week, don't we? No, no, WCW wins. Like, like if, you were, if you were there that week, the idea is like the winner is the one that you'd rather watch. But WWF wasn't on. Maybe I'd rather watch the tennis. Yeah, that but is if, the only side We don't know thing. what game was on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe you would. 
But no, but it was good. That was I'd watch next week. Yeah, uh, I'm going to refer to Kid Me quite a lot. Well, I mean, I'd, Kid uh, Me would watch next week. Okay, I mean, I, I'm yeah, I'm going to definitely look at it as a if it, if I was as old as I am now at that time, I'd probably still watch it. In all fairness, mainly to see how ridiculous the Dungeon of Doom gets next week. But it was um it was horrifically 80s. But I don't know what was going on in America. I think we were a bit too cool for school at that time. And he doesn't mean us personally, by the way. We were not too cool for school. He means the British youth of the time. We were a bit. And that's one of the things that I think we're going to go over quite a bit. Um, I think Bret Hart is probably the best example. If you read his book or, you know, there's many documentaries about Bret Hart, pick your favourite. But he was obviously wildly popular in Europe, was Bret even at the point where everyone in America hated him because, you know, he liked Canada because he was from there, which is obviously a perfectly legit reason to hate Half him. Half American as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so... but It's just an act. He didn't so, hate America. So one of the, one of the, one of the things that we're going to possibly ha- maybe have a chance to look at is is what things that maybe worked in America that didn't work in Europe. Mm. Like, so there will definitely be things that, that we just didn't get. I don't know. Maybe and we want to hear from you guys as well, like, which means we will have to set up some kind of feedback system where you can actually give us feedback. Because if we don't, we won't be able to hear from you. So <laughs> we're gonna... maybe I'll just say it, but not actually want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, every person in the world who who said we want your feedback actually means we want you to tell us we're really good. Basically, if if you're just gonna write to us at all as twats, I mean. Don't bother. Yeah, I mean, who's that helping? Oh, who's bother. that helping? Just stop listening. I mean, come on now. But yeah, so that's that's a that's a real thing. Uh, and that's the end of the show for for for, for the week. Thank uh, God for that. Yeah. So uh, so next week, are you drinking whiskey? For for God's sake, man! Like this time next week, there's no whiskey. It's just beer. Just. Okay, so next week we have uh, September the 12th, 1995. So it's the first edition of, of Raw <coughs> that we'll be covering. So it'll be the first time we, we, we really go head-to-head on the show. So, you know, you probably don't want to miss that. Come um, back. Yeah, definitely come back. Yeah. But for, for now, we'll Roll leave you out. with... We'll, I'll be better next. No, he won't. But we'll leave you with, um, with this week's number one uh, from the 5th of September, 1995. Which was um, Jacko? Jacko, yeah. Uh, you are not alone. So Is that offensive saying Jacko. Uh, I have no idea, but it's done. So anyway, here comes the music. Just the other night